I've fought many wars in my time. Some have fought for land, some for power, some for glory. I suppose fighting for love makes more sense than all the rest. Welcome to Movie and a Beer, everybody. This is Dan Kapersky bringing us in. And we have a couple of awesome co-hosts with us tonight. You got Blake, your celebrity expert. And you got Aaron, your non-celebrity, non-expert. <laughs> oh, there you go. So Aaron is a long-term friend of ours that we do various fun things like play D&D with. And he sat in with us on the movie Troy, which came out in 2004. 2004, May. So right for the summer. Perfect. Yes. Summer blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And it was chock full of amazing, really fancy, super high-end celebrities as a big Hollywood blockbuster. Brad Pitt, fresh off of Fight Club and Snatch and all that. Uh, Orlando Bloom, Orlando fresh Bloom. off of becoming uh, our, everyone's favorite elf, the world's favorite elf. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he uses a bow Kirby. in the film, so right. he uses the exact same motions when he's doing it, too. It's like, oh, my God, you just couldn't let go. It's probably you? hard to stop that training. Muscles are training. But you got Brian Cox in it. Yeah. You got uh, Eric Bana. You got a bunch of bad guys. You got Batman. Mm-hmm. Wait, which Batman. <laughs> Just messing. I don't remember Batman being in it. <laughs> no, he's not. I, I would have loved this movie a lot more if Batman showed don't, up. Don't you yeah. remember the Gotham area of Troy? Like, it was a whole quarter of the Which part of the country is that in? Which part of the country? Yeah. Oh, geez. Here we go. This, this movie was three hours long, and we picked out a couple of really good beers to go with it that were lighter, because we're like, it's three hours. Let's drink some light things. And so we did. We, we got some interesting beers that we'll talk about here in a few minutes, but we do want to talk a few things about this movie. This was uh, based on Homer's The Iliad, which is one of his epic poems. And I don't know how many pages it is, but it does translate out pretty long. I think it's like 20. It's a yeah. cornerstone of Western civilization. I'm sure yes. it was at least 22 pages. Well, if it's a cornerstone, it's probably 30, Aaron. Come on. <laughs> well, originally, though, it was uh, like just orally sung yeah, and translated. Yeah. Like it wasn't written, it wasn't Correct. committed to paper until much later. Yeah. So Wolfgang Peterson was the director, and it does cross the lines between like Western and Greek hero story and chick flick because it is all romance and I want my wife back. I remember that part when uh, Oscar the Grouch said he wants his wife back. <laughs> It was there was like one scene with that though. I was a little disappointed because they, they didn't really get into like the emotional state of Menelaus. Of well, like I think he was just maybe more upset of like somebody like took his property. Undermined my status. Yeah, you well, it was property. It was well, I mean, wives were oh. property back then, but she was a, like given to him. It wasn't even like mm-hmm. she was a local. It was like yeah. this is someone else's yeah. property that I got. Some diplomatic marriage. Yes. Right. Right. I think they were going for the big classic massive epic that hollywood used to do for years i mean shoot i forgot the other big name in this was uh charlton heston yeah (laughs) he was in a lot of them i almost said that earlier and realized that would have been a terrible move why can't i I am blanking on his name peter o'toole oh peter yeah a a classic big big screen hollywood actor yeah he's the old man in it so basically you have sean bean (laughs) oh yeah you have people from troy that are visiting this other country to give them country. I'm going to keep using the word country because we're going to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> they come over, they give them gifts and Orlando Bloom is banging the wife. He gets and, swept up in and Sparta. Just heady Sparta summer day. It is. It's a hot and a heavy Sparta time. day. It is. She leaves with him. And of course, you know, the king gets really mad and wants her back and mm-hmm. goes to get her back. Oh yeah. He asks his big brother Agamemnon to help yes. him out. Right. Yeah. Bring all your armies. He, he rules most of the known world at that time. All the civilized world. All the anyway. civilized known yeah. world. At least. Yeah. 
this is stuff I definitely remember, and I'm not just hearing now and finding out because I was zoning <laughs> out for half the movie. <laughs> well, there was a number of map scenes where they had really, really big maps, and he was stabbing yeah, yeah. it, or he was moving his pieces around. It's like, hey, I mm-hmm. want to take over this country and that country, and I want to rule everybody. And it's when like, you, okay, yeah, okay. When you got the uh, back pocket ace in the, ace in the hole, uh, Mr. Achilles, the, the yeah. infamous heel, the then Achilles. you can do whatever you want. You just ices fools that jump move. All right. Well, he did hurt his Achilles tendon. When yeah, he was I was looking at the trivia it? earlier, and Brad Pitt actually tore his Achilles <laughs> tendon because he's a method actor now, I guess. Doing his own stunts after Fight Club. Yeah, he did his own stunts, and uh, there's a big fight between him and Eric Bana's character, and they didn't use stunt doubles. He looked young in this movie to me, yeah, though, and did. I'm wondering how old he was when this was filmed. Like, how old was Brad Pitt in 2004? Yeah, hey, there's, a, there's a, an app for that. <laughs> yeah, there are a number of one-on-one scenes where the king can bring forth his hero and the rival or whoever they're facing off against will call out their hero. And that will decide instead of killing off. Cause you know, resources, people are resources. And if you start killing them all off soon, you don't have an army left. Have your champions go out and one on one. It's combat. a one on one. And then you let it decide from that. And so you uh, 41, he was 41 when he, no, he was 41. He was ripped. Yeah. Wow. D- dude was, he was ripped. Yeah. So it says now 58. And I'm going to trust the math on Google. <laughs> so I just Googled 2004 Brad Pitt age, question mark? Yeah, there you go. But yeah, he's they, just, yeah, he, he oh wasn't even He looked 28. I'm shocked by that. He looked really young. He's a good looking man. He was he was looking really ripped. Right. And a lot of the other actors also looked, uh, there, was, there was the older guys who looked like, yeah, you got, you're, it's beyond dad bod. You're just like, yeah. Yeah. He's got you reach a certain level of king. You, you yes. just let, you let yourself go because it, it doesn't anymore. matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, there's the thing about the accents. There's the thing about how everybody was in Scotland when this happened. Yes. Yeah. Or America. <laughs> or Amer- somewhere in America. The, the accents did not British. apply. No, they didn't know what they sounded like back then. They could only guesstimate. And they didn't want to make all these really famous, expensive actors try to figure out how to say things. See, if I remake Troy, everyone's getting Southie Boston accents. Just <laughs> That's well, how the ancient Greeks sounded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're going to send a horse to get him. I tell you what, Paulie. Right. And the Trojans, they sounded like they were from Jersey. Right? Jesus Christ, it's a big horse. <laughs> it did. It was a really amazing film from that yeah. standpoint. Yeah. Other than the fact that they kept using the word country. They kept using the word country. Why is that Wh- bad? Anachronistic. It, like, the, the, the nation state wasn't really invented until like the French Enlightenment. So, you know, ahead of the, like, the French Revolution. Like a thousand years later. Uh, yeah. Well, like... 1600, 1700. Yeah, like so 1500 it, years later. Yeah, the idea of a country, like you had empires and you had kingdoms. You had the occasional, maybe the occasional republic like Athens, but like yeah, yeah. to say, I'm going to fight for my country. We eventually started drinking every time they said the word country. And Eric Bana says it a lot. We turned it into a drinking game and it was amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, this is like a like those classic massive Hollywood blockbuster epic, the one big movie that makes money for all the other movies for the studio for the rest of the year. Well, and I was gonna, I was going to say like one of the things I was thinking about is like, you know, the word country, but then too also uh, it's really evident this is a big budget yep, movie. Yep. Money was no problem for anything. And yep. and I was going to ask because there's some good things about that that you know, you can you can do whatever whatever comes to mind of whatever you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. But also like sometimes a limitation really sparks creativity. There's a different movie I was thinking of called The Five Obstructions from 2003, mm. where Lars von Trier challenges a Danish filmmaker, Jorgen Lith, to remake a short film five times. And each time he says, okay, shoot it in Cuba, and no scene can be more than 12 frames long. And wow. Jorgen Lith says, 
I can't do this. This is some BS. Like this is never going to work. Oh my God. Why? And then he does it and it's amazing. It's amazing. And then, <laughs> and then Lars von Trier says, okay, do it again, but make it animated. And Jorgen was like, I've never done anything animated. Animated movies suck. What, what, how? And these, these limitations make the end, the, the, the end product actually better. Of course. And so for Troy, they didn't have any limitations on anything at all. Like the first one idea, the worst first idea that they had, they could run with it because they had enough money. Yeah, it was made for 185 million. God, in 2004. In 2004, 2004 Internationally, it grossed five mil or 500 million. So they made a lot of money with they it. They made it a was, lot of money. It was a popular movie. They made a couple they, of bucks. <laughs> they did not. They did not make domestically. Oh, they domestically only 133, so they did not make their money back locally uh-huh. within the U.S. or can- in Canada and Mexico. They only made it internationally. But, but, I, but I almost wonder if that budget being that big, if that was almost a disadvantage in some ways, because rather than working harder and coming up with a more creative way of like, you know, Helen's dresses or her, the, the amazing hair. Everybody has amazing hair in this movie. Oh, there's a lot of money I, being spent on costuming yeah. and everything. I mean, the it's costuming, like, I did bring it up several times. It's really good. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> Prince Hector in Paris. See the crows? Never tasted Prince before. Hector was Eric Bana in Paris was Yeah, yeah. Our lovely uh I keep wanting to call him Legolas. Legolas, no, but I'm like, I can't know, that's mean. I can't you should know. call him uh Will what's his name from the it, pirate movie? He's, he's yeah. yeah, that character stands out. He's yeah. Burnett Legolas, because like the real Legolas was blonde, right? Correct. Lego Moore. And let's plot spoil it because it's been out for so long. Yes, yeah, he yeah, does yeah. shoot him with his bow. What? Yeah, through the uh, through the ankle, and that's have, basically that's what kills him. If you haven't read the book in the first two thousand years, you're probably not going to get around to it. Yeah, probably I feel like not. spoilers are probably okay. At one this listener point. just threw down their headphones like, "I hate this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> sorry that for that too. one listener. We apologize. Yeah, but so again, three hours long. We went through a bunch of beers. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, we did. We, we had two that we had selected specifically, and the third that we were like, oh, hey, this is a lager. It'll go with it, and it didn't. So anything else we want to talk about this uh, most interesting film? Well, the one piece of trivia I keep coming back to, mm-hmm. because the whole war is over Helen. Right. Like, ships were launched in, uh, in awe of her beauty. Like, her, the mm-hmm. face that launched a thousand ships, or whatever yes. the saying yeah, is. Yeah, that's the same. Wolfgang Peterson didn't want Helen in the movie at all. Oh, just being he, a just hidden a, a, MacGu- a hidden MacGuffin, basically. Hmm. Uh, wow. What's the thing that uh, Hitchcock calls it? I think MacGuffin. Uh, he felt an actress couldn't live up to the audience ex- expectations. He's obviously never seen Anne Hathaway. Anyway, <laughs> the producers insisted, so Pearson cast an unknown actress, and then she went on to do National Treasures and I think Inglorious Bastards and some and some actual. Film movies. You know, I, I think the producers were right on this one. I yeah. think this movie yeah. does not work without a Helen on screen somewhere. There has to be a reason for them to be going. Right. The re- <laughs> they don't cast someone. They just keep like way in the distance. There's Helen. Hi. Just like right. extra a figure. A figure that's completely draped. You never get to see her. <laughs> yeah. it, it already it, feels a little I'll, misogynistic I'll, to me because Helen is kind of reduced to this object, the status yes. object that everybody's fighting for. But if you take her oh, away from the from movie the... altogether, like what is that? that, that seems oh, that, even oh that's cool, Aaron. Then you have the Rose Byrne character who's a slave used for sex and violence. <laughs> that's you great know, representation. A rich character. Right? <laughs> Oh, it's God. rich, all right. Boy, howdy. Fun no, stuff. I mean, the movie's fun, I guess. <laughs> really We've come a long way it. since 2004. Yeah. Yes, we have. I mean, it, it, it's epic. I mean, it looks like, wow. It is dude. epic. It, it is, it's mm-hmm. the good on-the-background on kind of movie. Yeah. If you're mean, running a bar, maybe you, just let it run. Yeah. Do you feel like this movie was kind of a, like it was in the wake of Gladiator, right? Yes. Do you think it was kind of like a, a, 
an it attempt. Had to have been because Gladiator. I think that was two thousand. That was two thousand. It did and numbers. Man. It did. People it loved did. it. So I wonder if this was like kind of in um, you know Gladiator kind of broke the ground and brought back this like sword and sandals genre that hadn't been really seriously pursued for a long time, to my knowledge anyway. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it was kind of like on the success of Gladiator. That's what made this movie. Gladiator was so amazing and made so much money. And then, so what do we tell people to watch this? Thumb what? up, thumb down. Oh, we're gonna Caesar it. Eh, it's a better way to spend three hours. I'm saying thumbs down. Thumbs down for me too. I can't. I can't. It's never again, dude. I've it, seen it once before. It's not I required did not know. Viewing. It is not required. It's it's a nice epic. I, All right, Aaron. I love the ancient world. I love the costumes. I love the hair. The hair's yeah. amazing. The battle scenes were all right, but for three hours, that's a big investment for like that level of payoff. Like, it's not a bad movie, but if if you were asking me to spend an hour and forty three minutes. For that kind of, you know, that kind of payoff, it'd be great. But if it's three hours for that kind of payoff, that beer we're drinking better be really damn good. Yeah. yeah. And these, I would have gone for yeah. a two hours more focused on the relationships, not the grand scale of battle. Yeah. Like, I, that's I, the backdrop, backdrop while. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. I think the relationships between the characters were kind of underexplored because Orlando Bloom shows up in Sparta and Helen runs away with him four days later. We don't really know, like, why is she throwing away her whole life? Orlando Broom's, you know, cool, sure, but you know, she is she's got a lot to lose by making this decision to leave with him. Yeah, yeah and she says, you know, I'll probably die. You know, they'll mm-hmm. come after me, they'll kill me before we'll they be take together me back. in this life or the other. Yes. Arrow shoot, arrow shoot. Yes. So yeah, I mean it, it's implied that they had spent every night over four nights while they were there right. together. The bigger brother's like, You're gonna get yourself in a lot of trouble doing this. Right. And he said, you should just forget about her. Hector Hector spoke words of wisdom. He's there. like, let's uh, just go back. Uh-huh. Let's go back home. We're done here. And then he's like, surprise. But if Hector had his way, we would have no no Iliad and we would have no Troy movie. Correct. So, yeah. but so at least we'd have our country. <laughs> we would have our country, yes. Right. In our country, we drink beer. <laughs> we do. We drink beer. We drink a lot of good beer. So right. at this point, we're going to take a short break of like one second and then if there is a commercial this is where it would go then otherwise I, we're just gonna start talking about beer yeah you'll miss us so bad it'll feel like a three-hour epic <laughs> you will you'll send a thousand chips <laughs> <laughs> oh god we're inland this is awful yeah we are a little bit we're near a river though yeah i guess <laughs> how big are these ships we're getting off topic anyway yes. all right <laughs> Thanks for hanging in there, everybody. This is Dan bringing us back in, and we were talking about the movie Troy and some wonderful beers that we drank. So One so-so beer. Yeah, so we had two really good ones that were Italian-style Pilsner and a, and I'm going to quote, bastardized German-style Pilsner, and then a Mexican lager. And the Mexican lager was picked out just because it was like, oh, hey, it's a lager. It'll go good. No, not really. It didn't match the movie. It did not. This is more, I always say this, this is more Tarantino. Yeah. This is a perfect Tarantino beer, but we didn't watch Tarantino. We did not. So the one we're talking about is 5440 Brewing out of the Vancouver metro area. I believe that they are in Washougal. And they do a Mexican lager called 1862. And it was meh. It was, you know, it, it was a little more... I guess the word I'm looking for is perhaps a bit more malt forward. Yeah. Than the other ones. The other ones had a little bit of bite to them and a little bit more interesting profile. Mm-hmm. A bite right through your Achilles tendon of your mouth, which is the uvula. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had 5440 beers before. I've had this uh, 4.3%. It's a 
it has a, some Spanish writing on it. It's a really nice, beautiful can. A really nice design. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a cool can. Um, seek it out. You'll find it at your local grocery stores. Yeah, all th- all three of the beers that we got were purchased at Bridgetown Beer House. That sounds right. We went to dinner. We had some really nice food that was Mediterranean oriented because we were watching Troy, which is a Mediterranean film. And I was like, hey, they have an Italian style Pilsner and we're talking about people who came from that area of the world. So the it's Mediterranean. other one, Mediterranean, the other beer that the one of the other beers we had was Ingostoni. Pills. It's an Italian style pills, quote unquote Italian style, which isn't a real style from Vonnie Bit Brewing. This is a five percent can of well, it's a tall boy. The other one was a short one. I think size the can. Von Ebert was my favorite of the three. Like it matched like the the heat and the expanse of yep. you know these sands and like just the the backdrop and the scenery and the Brad Pitt butt and the Brad Pitt butt. <laughs> There's a lot of Brad Pitt butt going on, and so yeah, five percent. It's dry hopped. It's actually really nice and clean. It I I liked it too. I'm at a I'm torn because uh, so what did, what was your thoughts on this one before we talk about the last? Can I just copy and paste what Aaron said because I don't remember? You can. Uh, I remember liking it. I think I like the third one better. So Blake says he let, it matched the scenery. Also, That's yeah, it matched the scenery yes. and Brad Pitt's butt cheeks. Yes, true. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening <laughs> to your family. We get raw on this one. <laughs> yeah, no. You see Brad Pitt's butt a few times. He he likes to walk around in his tent without clothes. So. If I was if I looked that way when I was forty one, I'd walk around with my butt out all the time too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and get paid. Yes, a lot of money. I'll do it for free, man. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thumbs up on the Angostoni yeah, yeah, Italian yeah. style Pilsner from Von Ebert. And the third one that we had, which is a bastardized German style Pilsner at a five point three percent, it's got Bob Ross on the can, and that's the only reason I picked it up. I mean, that's the only reason you need. I've I've had the Angostoni Pils on draft at Von Ebert. I have never had this other one before, and I was like, it's Bob Ross. Let's grab that. There's there's a tie-in for me that Bob Ross had fantastic hair. And they also, did. all the characters in Troy had fantastic hair. They also, did. nice, and they spoke really soft. And with he's painting clouds, and this one happy is clouds. happy clouds. And and this beer is called Happy Little Clouds, and it's a pilsner, Why? but it's bastardized. It's dry hopped. This I believe this is the batch nine twelve of In Bob We Trust, which is um, a silver from the GABF, the Great American Bear Festival, and a gold at the Washington Beer Awards. It's getting noticed. Uh, it has a GR Magnum, CZ Saz, GR Man- Mandarian, uh, or Mandarian, I can never say that word, and Mandalorian. Or, Oregon Mandalorian Amarillo hops. hops. So it's, it's a very classic West Coast style. You know, it, it is a very nice, good kind of bitter hop forward, but lighter. Yeah. Most of these are not super high in bitterness the magnum is but that's just going to be your overall bitterness the saws mandarian and the amarillo are going to give you a combination of west coast so a little bit of citrus and pine a little bit of just really what i call like forest floor resiny or uh, resinous uh, a little bit of dry leafy and they're dry, both of these are dry hopped so that's a process where they add hops after it's been fermented hmm. from cloudburst brewing in seattle washington yep Take the public transportation there. Seattle's hard to get there. It is. Uh, Von Ebert's here in the Portland metro area. They have two locations, or they're building a third, I believe. Uh, they're downtown in the if former. You're, if you're a real local, one of their spots used to be called Fatheads. Yeah, the formerly known as Fatheads Brewing. Uh, right down off of Burnside in 14th, 15th area. They have a really large dining area, and they do good beers. They do a, like five different variations on their Pilsner. Yeah. It's crazy. They do a lot of variants on it. This Italian one, so Italian is supposed to be more floral forward, 
normal traditional American style Pilsner just regularly shouldn't have a lot of floral notes to it, but the Italian one does as a differentiation and it's not an official style. So eh. it's Italian with quotes around it. Yes. Like macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> Only in that country. And Robert De Niro. <laughs> Only in that country. I remember liking this one a little more. I don't remember any of the specific notes about it, but I remember drinking it and thinking, ooh, oh, yeah, I want to savor this a little bit longer. Yeah, it, it had a little bit more citrus, so it's going to have orange peel, lemon zest. I and, love the citrus. So any Pilsner, especially if it's a German style, should have some grassy note to it, so dry, wet, fresh-cut grass, um, something along those lines. And this one did have that. The Angostari, I don't remember it having much of a leafy, dry, uh, grassy quality, more than f- it went from citrus to floral like a lighter floral, and that's why very appropriate for some of the slower boat going across the ocean scenes, but this one um, from Cloudburst did have a lot of bit of, a little bit more bite to it, so I think I would agree I liked it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So ideally, have a few ready, and when certain scenes come up, just start drinking that one. <laughs> so you really just mix your beers up, or, guys. Or just make a drinking game out of it like we did. Just come up with something every time they say a word. Helen, right. drink. Or how many times does Brad Pitt cut somebody with his sword? How many t- mm. uh, drink per ship, you see? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of ships in this one. A drink per Trojan horse, I guess. Oh. And they do actually build a Trojan yeah, horse. Yeah, we yeah. didn't talk about that, but they do actually build they one. Do. It was yeah. a cool design. I like that design. Unlike, they, unlike the book and the movie, they built that Trojan horse in about two weeks. Yeah. So like, yeah. It's, it's interesting because they do a lot of skipping like that, and they don't even say on the screen, oh, we just skipped six weeks. Right. It's like one day they don't have it, the next day it's there. And I'm just like, where the hell did they get all that? Oh, they busted up a couple of their ships. You know, the other drinking game I think would be fun was whenever Ulysses says something really clever, that would be like true. Yeah. Every scene he's in, Sean, you know, Sean, Sean Bean is in the, and he's, he's, he's sick with those bars. Man of wisdom. Yeah. So he's the one that actually brought Achilles into the fray for this one. He went and talked mm. to him because he was in his country hanging out. And he's like, in yeah, you're country. just a, yeah, his country. He was a subservient, you know, he's like, and Achilles thing is no one is my ruler. He doesn't believe in anybody. He just loves to fight. So his thing is like, I'll fight for you as long as I get to kill people. And he doesn't care about the money. He lets his guys, the people that he fights with, they loot. But it's interesting because they only had about a dozen when they got off the ship, but somehow they ended up with about two dozen at the end of the battle scenes. And half of them died. And half of them died. So you're like, where, uh, there's a whole lot. They just multiplied on their own. It's, It's like one of those Hollywood clips. It, they just, it never yeah. ends. It just never ends, and they keep more With showing the, up. The clown car. The clown yes. car joke of they just keep coming out of the ship, <laughs> pouring out of the ship. They're oh, all that's what that stuck, clown was uh, running with under- a spear. <laughs> the big floppy shoes and spear and floppy uh, wig. Yeah, across yeah, yeah. the sand. And I was mentioning, I was like, I don't know how many of you have ever ran across the sand. That's hard as hell. I've been a child at the beach. I've run across sand. And I've done that in armor, sure. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, when you storm that beach. <laughs> right, right. In ancient Greek armor. Dude, she's no not going to call you back. Just drop it. <laughs> I'm serious. Like those tower shields they reach, I was like, there's no way they're running across the beach with that like 50 pound shield plus their armor plus a spear plus their bow and arrow plus all. I'm like, Dad, they're not moving that fast. That'd be exhausting. I imagine the being on set that day was miserable, right. especially if it was hot. And I, yeah. a lot of it was shot on location, wasn't it? I mean, I it looked think like it was. So. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look that deep into the notes. I don't. I look at superficial notes. It's all good. Like when they cast the actresses. Okay. So, do we want to do a plot keyword beer name rename game? I'd love to rename uh, Happy Little Clouds. Happy Little Clouds. Okay. So, quick breakdown for those that haven't heard us do this before, and for everyone that has, just deal with it. So, you go to mm-hmm. IMDb, which is a great resource. Uh, you can sign up and be a member of IMDb, and you can submit keywords to any show or movie or whatever they have listed. 
for that if they if it is official and it's viewed as an official IMDb thing. What we do is you can scroll about halfway down the page of the of the whatever it is you're looking at, movie yep, or yep. show, and you'll see just around the synopsis area, there'll be a bunch of keywords that are circled and then one that says a number plus or more, and De- just click on that. Yeah, depending on how new or old the movie is, how much of a cult following it has, how much money it made. Uh, we watched Sing 2, and there's almost nothing for names. We've watched Evil Dead, and it's such a cult classic. It was I, hundreds. I think nearly I, almost 1,000, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was insane. There's a lot for that one. This one has about 264. That's about right. So these these get rated as relevant or not by other users. So mm-hmm. if you are a member and signed in, you can say, hey, this one's relevant, and give a little plus, and it'll make it more relevant and have it up towards the top. Or you can be a troll and mark it as not relevant. Correct. You can just say <laughs> none of these are relevant. So Why for, is Brad Pitt like, at the bottom? He's in the movie. <laughs> so our plot keyword beer name name game is we have a beer we we'll do the happy clouds because everyone loves bob ross so we take the beer we liked and we rename it based on you can use a single word combination of words you can reorder the words whatever you feel like works for this beer so you know what i feel like what do you feel like i feel like calling it based on epic poem that's one of the collection of keywords there you go it's based on epic poem not great but it makes me happy that does that's cool Aaron, did you have any any thoughts on this one? You want to take Fave? a stab at it? Yeah, I will. I'll take a stab at it. I was going to go with Javelin, which would be f- get, taking stab at, but that's actually, I saw Favorite Son. Ooh, Ooh, that's a good one. That's really good. That is a nice one. Hey, Dan, Aaron's not allowed on here anymore. Okay, I know he just broke. <laughs> I've been broke the phone. Been uninvited. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna be really silly on this do one because usually I I'm, I'm off way off on him, and sometimes I win. But you win a lot. So I'm gonna use one of the very last ones on the list because mm-hmm. I just scrolled through and I was like, oh, that's a really good one. Title spoken by character. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely a Lewitt beer if I've ever heard one. <laughs> I, know. I was like, oh, hey, yeah, no, you, you just name it yourself. Name it whatever the hell you want. That's and delightful. There is, and I, I was mentioning stabbed because there's stabbed in the face, stabbed in the side, stabbed in the throat, stabbed in the legs, there was stabbed in the head, stabbed in the chest, all of a sudden gory Stabbed scenes in the back, stabbed in the, the arm. Scenes. No, these are all the keywords that are... Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, as I'm saying, it matches what we saw. Correct. There's a lot of stabbing. I mean, in Brad Pitt's like death from above move where he like goes to the side and then goes up it. above and comes down right into your shoulder. You get your is, special meter up and you get able to do your super move. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you know anything, any people who have experienced fighting or have done um, LARPing or anything, there are certain moves you can do that you take somebody out really fast. But if you're actually fighting as a move, if it's unprotected and typically that's an area that's not protected is your yeah. shoulders near your neck. You gotta be able to lift your arm right in. I mean, a little stab, and you're done because you you never all you sever all those things. Especially since me- especially yes. since medicine back then was just bite it down on this. We're gonna just yank it off. Rub some yeah. dirt on it. Rub yeah. some dirt or sand. Yeah, we got sand. Right. Stop crying. So, any last words on Troy before we cut this episode off? Because we're running about twenty plus minutes now. Oh, it's chunks we can chop. Unlike Wolfgang Pearson, we can chop some off. Yeah, we can chop it down. But <laughs> I I, I want to say, don't waste your time. I mean, it was a fun movie to watch again, and we had some interesting beers to drink with it, but wow. Like, three hours? I'm glad I saw it. Put it on the background at a party. If you run a brewery or bar, just have it playing. Maybe, if you're cool with it, just let all, the whole thing run with all the boobs Nudity. and everything. Boobs and everything. <laughs> as, as, if you're an ancient scholar, maybe, I was going to say, maybe check it out, but no, if you're an ancient scholar, you'll be deeply disappointed. You will, because yeah. it's, it's a whole lot of no accents and right. a whole lot of country. <laughs> but Brian Cox, man, he brought it. He always says... Uh, big props to Bridgetown Beer House for the beers. Yeah. Uh, you know, thank you, Vonnie Bird and Cloud Burst for making some good beers and for a 5440 for making a beer we like but didn't go yeah. with the movie. But that's okay. It happens. Um, and as always, the 
opinions expressed during the taping of this recording are those of the hosts. And, you know, thanks for hanging in there. Thanks for uh, Aaron for coming and hanging out and watching thanks, the movie. Thanks and for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah. We'll, we'll have you back soon. We, we have plenty of things to watch. There's lots of fun things out there. So stay healthy, everybody. Make thanks sure you for, hydrate. And then Dan put like a big epic echoey thing. Or dihydrate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll come up with something for that. As always, uh, thank you for listening. And for the few listeners that we do have that we know, thank you for supporting us. We know that you're out there. Thank you for feeling our bad habit. Yes. All right. So this is Dan signing out. Have a good night, everybody. Blake says bye. Aaron says thanks for listening.